Contacts is a, a new sponsor of ours. We're super excited about that. It's simplecontacts.com. You can use the promo code simplecontacts.com backslash tinfoil20. Now, you know, I have glasses, but sometimes I hate wearing glasses and I would prefer to wear contacts. And, you know, I'm a lazy guy. I don't want to do a lot of stuff, but Simple Contacts has made it really easy to get contacts, man. Now, they don't necessarily uh, do your eye contact, eye test, right? You actually, actually go get an eye test done, but to get contacts with them is real simple. You go, you get your, your, your normal eye check done. You got to get normally done. Check on your eyeballs. Okay. You take that, you go to the website, man. And it's really easy. First of all, you take a picture of your eye exam and your results. And then on top of it, you just plug in the numbers, man. And this is what happened. I plugged in the numbers. I couldn't find my one measurement. And they were nice enough to hit me back going, your, your, your actual exam says this, but you put in this. Can we, can we change to that? And they were 100% easy to work with, and they fixed it for me, and I have my contacts. Uh, I'm really dreading going to the annual uh, appointments. Uh, the Renew My Contacts lens is just a giant pain in ass. Thankfully, there's Simple Contacts, a great new app that makes the time-consuming prescription renewal process very very simple simple contact lets you renew your prescription and reorder your brand of lenses from anywhere in minutes simple contact brings the doctor's office to your home the vision test designed by doctors and every test is carefully renewed by a doctor simple contact offers an amazing selection with every brand of lenses and their prices are hard to beat. the exam is just $20 they are offering free please know and this is why I said a little earlier the simple contact vision test is now a replacement for your periodic full eye health exam and that's what I'm talking about we only test for the current prescription still helps you see 2020 and renew that prescription we don't write completely new rx or exams eye health tests okay is that basically what we're doing here it's very simple i've done it it's easy to work with they're fun it's that easy go to them just all you gotta do use the promo code basically go to simplecontacts.com backslash tinfoil20 use the promo code tinfoil20 and dude get that get please get you'll get $20 off your first order use the promo code again it's simplecontacts.com backslash tinfoil20 use the promo code tinfoil20 thank you very much holla at your boy and welcome to another very fun festive episode of the secret society the mad hatters uh, thank you guys for your support. Uh, what I'm going to do right here is we're going to, uh, I'm going to introduce my good friend. He's a buddy of mine who, uh, came to Chicago to see the show and ended up not making it because <laughs> he goes hard in the motherfucking paint. I apologize. Please welcome Body from Network 
Radio. Radio. Thank you, Sam. I appreciate it, man. I love you, buddy. Hey, man, I'm sorry I didn't actually come to that show. I had four tickets, and um, I had, I sent my cousin. I was like, you got to go, man. Your cousin was great. He came yeah. up. He said, hey. He's a weirdo, but he's cool. I love him. Yeah, he did. <laughs> that was great. So you flew, did you fly out just for that? No, man. I wanted to go for Christmas. Um, Are you from Chicago? I lived there. Oh. I'm not from there, but I lived there. I used to live in Algonquin. Uh, I want to go. What's to your f- nationality? Circassian. Circassian. Yeah. You, you, you're Armenian, is that? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So we're neighbors. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. I was reading about that, man. It's interesting. There's so many tribes, huh? Yeah. 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 Yeah, man. That was a great show. It was, it was uh, a really amazing night in Chicago, and it was such a good time. Uh, I wish you could have joined us, but you know, you do. It is what it is, and there'll be more shows. Dude, I'm excited. I'm, I might be coming to the 15th. I don't know. I saw. I just saw that flyer for the one in LA. I'd love for you to come, dude. I'm gonna be there, man. We'll figure it out. Um, tell us about Network Radio. Network Radio is on hiatus. There's a grand plan for it. Um, I, that was a great studio. It was a good launch pad for it. Um, I put it on hold. I have a dispensary now, so I have to. Go Everyone's back. getting into the weed business. Yep. Someone brought this up to the yesterday. The people getting into the weed business are the ones who've been fighting the legalization of it forever. All the lawyers. Lawyers, politician, cops. <clears throat> the uh, I think the mayor of Santa Ana, uh, he actually he got busted on corruption for that. See what happens. This is, whole thing's fucked up. Like I think there's a recent uh, article that came out about how California is not seeing tax, you know, good tax income on the sale of all this cannabis, and the actual sales dropped since we went recreational. So it's all black market, and it's because what. <clears throat> What Prop 64 did was it reversed everything. So I've been operating for about three years. And what, the way we do it is you get the state permit and then you get a business license. But if you're like, let's say, in like South Orange County, cities are not allowing anything, any licenses. But they've kind of like the state allows you to li- deliver and no one's saying anything. So all these deliveries have been just happening under the radar. Um, everybody pays taxes for the most part and it's all fine. Once Prop 64 passed, they reversed it. So they said, you have to get a business license first from the city, and then you can apply to the state and get your permit. So Orange County is all dry. Um, it's Santa, so Santa, dumb. Yeah, Santa Ana Ford is open, but I'll tell you, I was- Old, dumb people. It's fucked up. We it's were, so dumb. Let me show the level of corruption. We go to, we meet with the city council of um, Costa Mesa, which was like one of the first and only cities to actually legalize something. But at that point, they were only accepting applications. $50,000 to apply. No guarantees you'll get it. You have to have everything secure. You have to have your facility, your blueprints, everything. You better be sitting on about a quarter million dollars to get your license. And it's still not guaranteed. So they had started – that's what they've been doing. All these cities, like charging ridiculous fees. And South Orange County is still dry. The residents have no idea. It's They're, so stupid, dude. Yeah. And now all the permits expired. So it's all black market. No, I mean, it's it's you know, I mean, look at Colorado. Where where is it recreational now? Colorado. Where else? Washington, Oregon. Uh, there's like 25 uh, states now. Every every day there's someone. And plus, Oregon or check this out. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, Colorado are about to legalize mushrooms. Oh, uh, Oregon, yeah, for and sure. Oregon too. Yeah. That's going to be fucking cool, man. Legalize everything up to cocaine. Everything. Look, if you legalize everything, you know, Ron Paul said something cool in Congress once. He goes, 
if we legalize heroin tomorrow, how many people in this room is going to go out and just start doing heroin? Like, no one's going to go out and do it. The people that want to do it, it's just like the gun argument. The people that want to do the, the, the bad drugs, the hard drugs, whatever drug, they're going to do it. People shoot up. Kids eat Tide Pods, man. Yeah. Like, you can't stop people from doing what they want to do. Right. And the, the thing about the dangers of, of making something illegal is you push it on the black market. And then there's, there's no oversight. Nothing, you can't see anything. You of never course, know what you get. dude. Never, you get in, like, it makes this. no sense, dude. I mean, the, the things that should be outlawed are stealing, yes. murder, rape. Nickelback. Okay. And <laughs> fucking uh, and child molestation. Yeah. You know, obviously physically hurting people along right, the lines right. of that. Yeah. You know, if if I should be able to do drugs if I want to do drugs. Yeah. You should be able to do drugs if you want to do drugs. Yeah. Sending me to jail doesn't make it better. It actually makes my life worse because I can quit doing drugs. I have. I can quit doing drugs. I can't stop being a felon. You know? I mean, like, you are... And it, that's done on purpose. The fucking handicapped people, so it makes it harder for them to get jobs. Harder for them to, to, to make a, an honest, real, good living. They've done that. That's the whole system's been set up. To fucking make it hard for people to make a fucking dollar. It's It's meant to get you hooked on the system it's kind of like the same thing as the welfare programs the way they do it is just this tricky way of you got to work just a little bit so you can get it because you can't just sit on your and some people do do i don't know how you do that but some people just get welfare without doing anything but they make it so that you know in certain cases you can get welfare not working um and make more or earn more like money uh through the welfare state than you would if you just worked like a full-time minimum paying job so people would just say, well, why the fuck am I going to work all? I'll just sit and get, get these checks, you know, and do something on the side. Um, they get more, and these are the people that they go after to get the votes. You see, like, you always want free shit. People want things from their government. They, yeah, you know. I mean, it's, it's very interesting because then we start getting into the socialism and all that shit. But then we, when we look at, like, all I want is what my politicians have, which they have health care for the rest of their lives. They uh, ha- they can't be convicted of inside trading. Uh, I mean, the list goes on and on of these benefits they have. Uh, uh, you know, the bailouts, uh, the, the industrial, the military industrial complex, the police department, fire department. Uh, I mean, like we can just go on forever of like socialistic programs that help the rich. Now, I am not for a free dollar. I think everything should be earned. I, don't, I, I do think if someone struggles, they need a little help, check to check. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, but, I mean, it's just like, it's, I mean, like people die because they can't get health care. People die, uh, have to file bankruptcy because they're just getting charged insane prices for health care. And there's no free market. Everyone says, let the market work it out. Dude, we have that. And everyone's like, well, the, 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 the health care industry is the most regulated industry out there. Well, because you're dealing with life or death. Of, of course it's going to be. It's going to be. But, like, where is the, where, where is the cheap Healthcare. Well, I mean, like that's what I'm saying. It's like, I don't know, man. Maybe I'm rambling. I just no, feel no. that 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 we can make it so people can be able to go. Yeah, fine, people can go get heart surgery and not have to w- wonder whether they're going to sell their house or not. 
This is going to be an interesting story, man, because, I mean, this is coming from a libertarian perspective, so just bear with me on this. We, we don't want any regulations usually. But I'll give you a little story of why regulations don't always work. I think uh, if you listen to um, – who's that guy that ran for, uh, for New York? Um, Larry Sharp. He had a great – a lot of great points on, the, on Rogan's uh, uh, episode when he was on there. But <clears throat> my grandfather – he passed. He lived to be like ninety something. You know, he's born in overseas in Jordan, uh, born in like nineteen hundred. Um, you know, died in the nineties. Uh, when he was thirty, so think third world country in the thirties. This is a true, verifiable thing, and, and it's actually you can look it up. It's interesting. His barber was his dentist, and that was a thing. If you look at the barber, like the sign, the barber sign, there's red, white, blue. Reds for like blood drying. Whites for like teeth. Blues for something. Like they have different. These are just old school barbers. Wow. So there was a trend back then in the 30s, and my grandfather decided to get rid of all his teeth because he was just tired of having teeth problems. And he said, let's get me this dent set of dentures. That was a thing back then, 30s, Jordan. His barber takes out all his teeth at the barber shop, makes him a set of dentures. This is in the 30s. He died using these same set of dentures for 60 years. No problem, you know. Nowadays, you can't do that. Oh, yeah. So, it's the, they're, they're made yeah, to crack. I yeah. mean, look so, at my phone. It's won't charge now. Well, the point is that dentist didn't have a license to be – or the, the barber was a barber. He didn't have no dentistry degree or any kind of schooling. Now, you do make a good point that you have to have regulations, let's say, to protect people to make sure this guy does what he says he does. Right. But when you start regulating, you drive up costs and prices because now he has to go to school and pay for all these different things and it just gets more and more convoluted. But you don't really got to – I mean people get sued. Doctors, physicians get sued all the time. That's why their insurance premiums are so high. We have an right? insane uh, – the, 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 the lawyers have made this place, made this country worse hundred percent. I mean, th- these ambulance chasers, because all these guys go, and listen, if you're a lawyer, I-, I don't hate you. You're trying to make an honest dollar. But, like, they fell in love with, lo- they watched, like, L.A. Law or whatever law show on TV. They decided to become a lawyer. And then they realized they got there. There's no business. It- it- so now they have to go ambulance chasing to make a dollar. There's all kinds of ways, man. There's- but people are corrupt. I mean, people get crooked, you know. It's just what happens. And, uh, you know, when you have these situations, um, like you have these lawsuits, frivolous lawsuits, it does drive up prices. Um, at the same time, so even with – because some of these lawsuits are actually legit. You know, there's operations where people forget scissors and shit in people's stomachs. You're talking about, you know, plastic surgeons, physicians that are, you know, top-notch in the nation. They make mistakes. Things happen. So there's this lady out in – I think it was Texas. She just got busted. She had a dentistry for seven years. Doesn't have a license or anything. Seven years practicing dentistry. So if everybody can practice whatever the fuck they want, you're going to see prices drop. And you're going to see problems happen. But then the mar- that's how the market takes care of it. If you suck, your business is not going to do well. You know, you can only scam so many times. And you know, plus, you got the court system to take care of that. So, you know, I just think that no, that's an interesting- subsidies and, and, and regulations. What's your, what's your feelings on the police department? I, I know that libertarians are like, get rid of it. Fuck yeah, privatize it. I have I have so many friends that are. I mean, you know, I ran clubs for a long time, nightclubs. So a lot of my friends are cops. You know, uh, family members are cops. But uh, at the end of the day, man, it's the, you, they're agents of the state, and the state right now is just in violation of of all things. 
you know, the fact that you have these ridiculous laws. And a law enforcement officer, you know, his job is to just enforce the law. So people don't understand when they pass these stupid laws like, OK, you, if you sell loose cigarettes, you, that's illegal. They don't understand that if you don't comply, you either get – well, you get put down or killed or you go to a cage because of this law. So you ask someone, is it worth killing someone for selling a loose cigarette? And they say, no, of course not, man. You can't kill someone for selling a loose cigarette. That's a little bit of an overkill. Well, that's what happened with Eric Gardner or whatever. Like, yeah. That's what happened. It's, it's, you have to understand the fullest extent is, is compliance to the fullest extent or otherwise you're going to go – Of course. So you know what? The problem with the law enforcement that we have is you can't fire them. You can't fire the entire I department. agree with that. If you privatized it. Right. If you privatize it, ABC law, uh, uh, security comes in and says, hey, the city of Beverly Hills, we're going to provide excellent service. We have all these different things. We pay well. We're like all these exceptional things. You know, we have these higher standards. Fine. We hire you guys. It turns out you guys shoot to kill and you do all these different things and people are pissed off. Well, fucking fire the whole, pe- you know, fire them and then allow, you know, X, Y, Z to come and compete and say, hey, man, we got better rates. It's cheaper. We have a better track record. You know, competition leads to innovation. The problem with that is like when when these private companies get so big, they basically it's like look at like uh, what is it? Um, Cox Cable or who's the who's the, who's the worst one of them all? That they all suck. Man. Just changed their name. What was it? Uh, Spectrum. Spectrum. Yeah, right. Yeah. What was yeah. their old name? I can't remember, man. There was Roadrunner. There was Time Warner. There's a- Time Warner. Was it Time Warner. They used to be Time Warner. It was so bad they changed their name to Spectrum. <laughs> right. Yeah. They get rid of all the Yelp reviews and shit like that. Mm. But like Spectrum, I can't choose Spectrum. Spectrum is the cable provider of my area. It's because they had a monopoly. Yes. And the- but and that's what you get into when you mm. start getting like they're thinking about privatizing. Part of the military, when Trump pulls out of Syria, oh, they're thinking about doing the, the Blackwater group to send in there. Now, listen, <laughs> you start paying a civilian company a lot of money. It's going to be really hard to get rid of them when the corruption, when this is a man whose company already got convicted of killing a ton of civilians. It's going to be really hard to get rid of that guy with the amount of money and connections. It's like you're creating a giant fucking problem. You know, it's funny you just mentioned that because I just had a conversation. I was telling about this guy I know, and I was having a two-hour conversation with him on the way here. Blackwater is no longer called Blackwater. Overseas, um, they're called Academy. Check this out. This is this is fun. This just started coming out in the sense like a show game murders. This is heavy shit, dude. The, the, you got to get into this stuff, man. There's a there's this one guy. His um his name is Dahl- his last name is Dahlan D A I think H L A N or something. This guy went from being a refugee into Hamas into right now he's on TVs giving speeches, security like breathe like all these things. He. He basically he's using Blackwater, uh, and he's doing the actual national security for um, Saudi Arabia. Their well, their intelligence community, should I say, for Saudi Arabia? Uh, I want to say that the UAE. I know he was in, um, I think Qatar or Bahrain, and he left that. Um, this guy has an army of two hundred and fifty people in the country of Jordan all suited up, all trained military, and he's just sitting on them. 
At the same time, he's infiltrated the Jordanian 250 intelligence. Mi- 250. 250. Could you imagine? 250,000? No, 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 no. 250. But, but this is the country of Jordan. Like, like, think tiny. You know, population 4 million max. There's no – people don't really have guns. It's a lot, you know, a lot of guns. It still doesn't seem like Could a lot of people. Could you imagine having 250 military – like, these are special force people. Oh, okay. Like, like Bla- you know, like Blackwater type. You put 250 fully armed – and nobody knows where they are. They're just sitting right there. This guy got his brother a Jordanian passport without the king even knowing. And the king knows who this guy is. Do you imagine having that depth into the intelligence community? The king of Jordan, six weeks ago or so, he came out and had this speech where he just lambasted, just he yelled, like kind of like chastised and scolded his intelligence community. He's like, what are you guys doing? He was telling the public, like, I'm losing control of, the, of our intelligence because this dude who has his... He's a fucking octopus, man. He's got his hands in. He's running Saudi Arabia's entire intelligence. Saudi Arabia used to used to always be at the bottom when it came to Jordan, because the Jordanian uh, intelligence trade the Saudis their intelligence, and they always had an in. So, uh, this guy did something for one of the one of the countries, and then you know Saudi Arabia guy. He said the king of Saudi Arabia goes, "You come here, clean up my house, man. Get rid of all these people." So he got rid of all of them. He created the entire intelligence infrastructure for Saudi Arabia. And then uh, I think it was a UAE that said, why don't you come over here? This guy is sitting on a quarter, uh, quarter billion dollars. I mean, he's, he's paying hella money in these Middle Eastern countries, and he's balls deep in their intelligence communities. Jordan can't control their intelligence. They went to their royal guard palace, whatever office to, and he's he's the king publicly switched it all up he said we're oh you know, my god dude, there's something brewing in the middle east and no one has a fucking clue this is all coming out what do you think it is man i mean like i i just i this can't t- i don't know why everybody puts up with saudi arabia they're they're the worst well you know dude check this out remember when uh the the prince consolidated all the power and all those helicopters were down, and he was murdering his own uh, yeah. brothers and sisters, family members. Guess who was carrying that out? This guy. This guy goes on TV and does fucking speeches now, man. He's sitting with a $50,000 Rolex in his hand speaking. And, um, you know, there's a lot of shit coming out uh, in the UAE. Uh, print, dude, the, the <laughs> there are dungeons in the uae being ran right now and this is there's a this is like deep down balls deep rabbit hole shit that's coming out so what i was told is the the i think it's the 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 prince of the united arab emirates or the king or whatever he apparently sleeps with so many women that he's got all these uh kids all these daughters and whatever and they're all fine but, you know, they can't speak out about certain shit. So I guess one of his daughters, um, well, you know, she was about to blow the whistle. So he sent her into uh, one of those dungeons that are operated by Academy or Blackwater. His own children, right? Um, and this is, again, this isn't like, this is what I was told. It's, it's on YouTube. Like, you can find these things. And he, he gets some drugged and beat and shit. And there's like, you know western men doing all this carrying all this like imagine that kind of mindset to the point where recently uh one of the jordanian princesses she was married to him she ran off with uh her um like this the she does horses and shit yeah the horse jockey guy okay she ran with him to spain 
Jesus. Shit's hitting the fan in the Middle East, man. Dude, I've just heard this. I'm just like, what the fuck? It's because of oil, right? I mean, oil... I don't know. What? What? Why is it? Uh, why? Uh, we're over there for what? The minerals? What? Well, are, all kinds of shit. Well, we've been there for so long, right? It's an empire. But what? What? Since Trump has has been president, it's almost like there's a power grab up top, man, and and it's ferocious, and shit's changing. You can. I've heard that. You know. I've felt that there's a shift, just in general. Things are getting exposed. Things are coming out like real deep shit, like this kind of stuff, like the nine eleven stuff. All these things are. Yeah, we're gonna get into that. That's why. I, that's why I tell people it's like whatever you want to say about Q and whatever you want to say about Trump and whether they're psyops or not. It's got to be the worst psyop in the history of time <laughs> because they've literally just exposed their entire network that they've set up for decades. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense. What is the end game? I think that, well, I, re, this is a recent thing for me because I've just been getting to some crazy, like, kind of spiritual shit. I think I was telling you earlier, like Alan Watts and things. You start seeing the dualities of everything. So I, that made me think, like, we've had this just evil corruption for so long, right? I mean, it's just since forever. It's just been since, let's say, the 50s and the 40s. And everything since then has just been festering and, and, and infected. And just every, every, every country has been having these issues. And you got to think, man, as, as, as many as there are these bad motherfuckers out there, there's got to be good people working against them too. And I think with the age of information, you're starting to, now it's easier. There's more access. Like you leak something, it's out there. Good luck. Good luck hiding that again. No, for sure. You know? And it's 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 that there are people working really hard on both sides on right? research. And, mm. and when you see people dying when they're getting information out, when you see people's YouTube pages being wiped out, they're trying to control information. So it's real, man. And I laugh when people shit on conspiracy theorists. I really laugh at. It. I go they're trying their hardest to get the truth out, and you're buying propagandists who make $8 million a year putting out the bullshit that they put out. Right. It blows my fucking mind. Man, you know, it's, it's uh, statism is like an ideology, nationalism like an ideology. You just want to, it's hard to influence, like, it's all emotional, man. People are, they're not logical, they're emotional. So, like, you know, uh, you say something about the flag and they lose their shit. Because they tie it in all these emotional ways, and I understand. Well, they've been but, brainwashed. Yeah, so it's like, dude, it, that's a thing, is you get conditioned to emotionally react to things, and when you're emotional, you don't think logically, so it's easier to take advantage of you. When someone's pissed off, you say, hey, man, this guy just fucked your wife. Boy, that's the easiest person in the world to have him go kill someone. They're not fucking thinking. I don't know, nowadays, guys well, seem nowadays to be into they, that. They, they'll jerk out there. <laughs> but um, uh, what were we talking earlier? The... Um, Fuck, man, I lost my train of thought on that one. Well, we were just talking about how everything's changing. The information is out. Well, it's, you know, we said on the on the uh, podcast that, you know, the Internet has allowed the masses to get the the um, knowledge of the elites. Right. And I do think that's real. Yeah. And yeah. what's going on? Everyone keeps saying Julian Assange is a, uh, a CIA asset. 
I, it's the again the worst CIA. Why would he rot in one place for forever? Seven, eight years. No, man. See, Assange only became the CIA asset bad person when Trump was about to win the presidency because Assange came out and had all these data dumps that implicated the past eight plus years of bullshit that we had. You know, there's no. Here's the thing. This is what the, the, this interesting thing about Trump is that the Bushes. The Clintons, the Obamas, like literally every political dinosaur in this machine hates Trump. He's got to be doing something fucking right, man. Right. Right. Like there's something going on. And I'm telling you, I just watched the second debate again because that debate is 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 a it's astounding when you look at it. The things that Trump was saying, he was dropping shit when he was running. I didn't really care for him. I voted Ron Paul for the third time. I write his name in every single time. But. When I watched that second debate, I was like, holy shit. You know, this guy is saying legitimate things. He's calling out the pedophiles. He's calling out the Saudis. He's calling out the Israeli, mo- like, subtly. He's calling out everybody. Well, I mean, here's the problem is he – how do I put this? He's he's doing some great shit, but there's just times where I'm like, if he dropped hammer right now, he would win the second election. He'd win everybody. And he's just reluctant to do all this shit. You know, when you say he calls out Israel, maybe he's just calling out Israel to buy time for the other things he wants to do. Definitely possible. But, you know, like moving the the embassy, causing chaos there, uh, you know, fully engaged in Saudi Arabia's Yemen war. You know, it's just like little things like that. I'm like, oh, it's business as usual. Well, here's the thing. Hold up. I love that because I'm the same way. Because I started, here's the thing. With Trump, it's patterns. Look for the patterns. What does Trump do? He's a disruptor, right? He comes in, he says the craziest shit, and everybody starts getting crazy. When the dust settles, things happen, man. People get fired. People get exposed. I mean, he's talking about draining the swamp, and then he hires a swamp. But what ha- he has the highest turnover rate of any presidency. Yeah. Everyone gets hired and fired or goes yeah, to Yeah, because they all turn out to be fucking... Yeah. He's like... That's dude, the strategy. I he's think. in a pig farm. All there is is pig yeah. shit. But he does it in a way that they all get exposed. Like, look at the immigration thing, right? He's He was just so callous to a point. We're like, dude, why, how, why would the president tweet that? And then this uh, photo comes out about how this little boy is in a cage as an immigrant. And it's like, you can't cage kids, man. Oh, shit. This is from 2014? Oh, that was Obama? Oh, wait, what? Obama deported more people than all the past presidents combined? Why the fuck are we talking about that? Yeah, I'm that's with what, you, dude. And so that's how it's Trump my operates. big problem with the left right now. And why I like I'm a liberal, but what's going on in this town and in the DNC is is so ugly. Mm-hmm. And because, again, it's all being hijacked by trust fund kids. It's just trust fund kids whose parents made money in fucking shady ass shit. Mm-hmm. Legit businesses, but like, you know, whether it's uh, um, uh, real estate, real estate, what, what is, what's, what was the one guy's real estate? Fuck, I'm just, I can't remember the word, but there, there's these businesses like where. Hedge funds and shit like that. Hedge funds. Yeah, those guys make the Real money. estate development. Mm-hmm. Um, what, you know, we, there's just all these things that involve like real greed. A lot of re- regulations, a lot of red tape. You got to get. 
approved and special favors so you can pull off the things you want to pull off. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, you know, some of them parents work in intelligence, uh, arms dealing, and then they're the ones going out trying to say we got to take guns away. It's like, get the fuck out of here, man. Yeah, like all these politicians that talk about taking away guns, who's protecting you, man? Yeah. Like, you know, you got a security detail. Yeah. You know, why don't you walk around without a security detail? I mean, dude, <laughs> these these are the people who are telling us that fucking cops shooting people are bad news, and now they want us to believe that cops should only have guns. That's the thing. It's like one of the you know that what's that? Me- There's that one meme, the two buttons, and it's always like an ironic thing. Which one to choose from? Yeah, it's the same thing. You guys want to give, let's say, like tr- you know, Obama eight years. You no, know, everyone was cool. Trump gets in office, and now everyone's losing their shit. And it's like they want to, uh, and that's why they're falling because well, the they you, call you, them out on anything. You're like, you, that's either Obama did the exact same thing or the Clintons did the Trump exact same. Trump was only able to in, to do whatever he wanted to do in the way that he did it is because Obama had those rights. He, you know, you you give these people power. Well, what's going to happen when the next guy comes around? Like Obama when he signed the National Defense Authorization Act, which uh, allowed you know to jail American citizens without due process or anything. And it happened. There was black sites in Chicago. All this shit came out, right? And when he signed it, it was like, what are you doing, man? You're signing one of the worst pieces of legislation ever. Well, I'm not going to use that power. Well, why the fuck are you signing it? Well, I'm not going to use it. Well, what if the next guy uses it? Yeah. You know, what's to stop? You know, Here's what I've learned. Don't trust good-looking liberals. That's what I've learned. Mm-hmm. Don't trust politicians. Really good look. I mean, like next level good looking liberal like, politicians are all full of shit. Yeah, I think. Um, but I think I think what's happening right now is interesting, dude. We have uh, the grand jury uh, hearing for nine eleven. We have let's get into H- that HR resolution. Uh, is it twenty five auditing? No, they're they're introducing legislation to abolish the IRS. This just came out. Uh, House resolution, I think two point five or twenty five. Look it up. Um, because it was just sent to me earlier, and it's actually here HR twenty five to promote freedom, fairness, and economic opportunity by repealing the income tax and other taxes, oh. abolishing the Internal Revenue Service, and enacting a national sales tax to be administered primarily by the states. This was introduced on the third. So, the interesting part is we're seeing that you know the president is attacking the Federal Reserve. Um. We're withdrawing from Syria and Afghanistan, hopefully. We're no longer the policemen of the world. Uh, abolishing the IRS. The 9-11 investigation is going to be happening soon. We have all these emails. Uh, Gi- Giuliani, who's a, who's a piece of shit in my estimation, uh, came out and said that Assange shouldn't be prosecuted. Yeah. So things are looking like it's going to be an interesting year. They're thinking of um, – you know, Mattis resigned. I th- I just read that they might be putting in Jim Webb, who's fucking excellent because that's like, he's a non-interventionist, anti-war. Uh, his son works for Rand Paul, so there's interesting things happening right now, man. Um, Let's get into a couple things you talked about. The architects for nine eleven, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've been pushing a case. Okay, yeah. So this just came out um, November seventh. The U.S. the United States Attorney. Um, sent out a letter saying to the architects and engineers of for 9-11 Truth that they would be having a special grand jury uh, investigation to see and hear all these pieces of evidence um, that have been 
they've been lined up, you know, for over a decade right now. And what they're going to determine is, was there a crime? Because what Bush did was, after 9-11, um, he changed it through the War Powers Resolution. Uh, he called it an act of war instead of, like, an acting ter- act of terror. So it wasn't really investigated as a crime. It became, like, an act of war. So we went to war, because Iraq, I don't know why. Right. Al-Qaeda and all this shit. And we allowed the Saudis to get away with it. Then when we, um, I think it was under Obama, uh, they declassified those 10 pages or so, and they so they implicated nine, the Saudis in nine. For sure, directly. all the hijackers yeah. except for yeah. like one or two were Saudis. Correct, and these the new the pages that were redacted from from the American public showed that um, that the actual Saudis were directly involved in paying this off and making it happen. And so the American public were trying to pass legislation to sue the Saudis as a government, the f- victims of nine eleven. And Obama, you can find it on YouTube. Obama was – he made a speech you know, asking for them to not do it, not allow it to happen. It's was like, what are you talking about? Like why would you – Well, I mean like, dude, uh, Obama's bought and sold by the Saudis. Absolutely. They're all – you know, the – so at any rate, um, for the first time, we're going to actually have a grand jury, which is – you know, it's a private kind of a hearing with uh, – there's no – it's not like the – court where you see like lawyers and defense attorneys going back and forth arguing. It's just basically a bunch of jurors that sit and they hear out the evidence and then they say, yes, there's a crime and we have to investigate it. And then they create, you know, they start an indictment and a process. So this is happening right now. Um, the two lawyers are involved are um, Mick Harrison and David, his last name. And they're trying, they're trying to make it so it's that no crime happened. Well, that's what happened. Because it became an act of war, it was no longer a criminal. There's, there's no crime, right? So, for example, um, any evidence that was that the FBI and all these different agencies would have looked into, just it, I don't know what happened with it, but they didn't look into it and investigate it as that kind of a crime. Ah. And it was determined that, oh, it's, you know, we're going to war and these are the people. Al Qaeda is responsible, Bin Laden is responsible, so that's what we did. And right now, what they're going to do is introduce it as a criminal case. And say that there was a crime committed and it wasn't, you know, handled properly. Um, people don't remember this very often, but right after 9-11, not even like a week or so after 9-11, um, Bush sold all that debris and everything from, from the site. He sold it to China and India as scrap metal for like pennies on the dollar. It's like you have this thing that just happened. Why are you getting rid of evidence? Yeah. So, but luckily, I mean, you have over three thousand architects and engineers that are part of this case, and they've been accumulating all this data, dude. And it's there's like, um, 50, it's a fifty-two page petition with fifty-seven exhibits. They have all this stuff talking about dust samples, incendiary, and high-tech explosives. They have witnesses, seismic activity, um, and this is the cool part, man, because. What this indictment will do is it'll establish a yes, there's a crime. It doesn't establish who committed it, right? You need to know who has the, the most important piece. But what happens indirectly when they start working on this is that um, they're talking about explosives. That's the whole thing is that this isn't what the explosives were there and we have the evidence and here's the corroborating information. Once you do that, you know, part of that conspiracy is the aiding and abetting. So you're going to have people asking, well, so how did this happen? <laughs> And the cool thing about a, a special grand jury is that they can offer it. So here's the cool part too. Sometimes I love the framers of our constitution and all the stuff, man, because this is actually independent of all three branches of government. 
it's like a fourth separate private branch. <coughs> when when the government shits the bed, it, and it's big enough, they'll they'll bring in a special grand jury. That happened to Nixon. Happened to Clinton. So, um, what happens here is they can give immunity to people that testify. So if Sam goes in and says. I might incriminate myself. I don't want to say anything. They say, no, we'll give you immunity. You say whatever the fuck you want. Now, there's then they have about 18 months to prepare for this case and present everything. And there's about, I think, 23 just normal folks in that room. They get convinced. They say, yes, there's a crime. We have an indictment. And we have, for the first time, a, a fucking real case for 9-11. And God knows what's going to come out because that report was bullshit. Um, and who ran that report? <laughs> A bunch, uh, yeah. Uh, well, the 9-11 commission report, was that ran by Mueller? Yeah, he he did the investigation. He's a piece of shit. He's a piece of shit. He's a, well, at the time, there was a guy, he's a senator named Max Cleland, who resigned from a 9-11 commission. And his words, literally, national scandal, the investigation is compromised. And you got to wonder, dude, if it was post 9-11 and a senator, a sitting U.S. senator, part of the commission comes up on and publicly says this, that's what the media should be spinning. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, let's dig they, deep. Dude, the media is owned by four people. Four, the media is owned by four companies mm-hmm. and they own the military industrial complex and they're not going to question any of that stuff. I cannot believe that people don't see that these – these talking heads get paid millions of dollars. You know, if you're liberal and you're watching your liberal news and they are promoting war, don't you go, what the fuck is going on here? Well, it's funny because I used to be a Democrat. And I used to be a Democrat because I was staunchly anti-war. To me, foreign policy is like the litmus test to see where the politician sits. If this guy is, you know, pushing for war and, and, and military, it's like, okay, like... I know you're on the bad side when you're trying to get us into these conflicts. Um, and um, what the fuck was I saying? I don't know. I, I think you were talking about how um, – what were you talking about? I don't even fuck. remember, dude. <laughs> That's weird when we both um, forgot it. I know. Uh, we went um, – we were saying the foreign policy – Whatever, man. Um, I can't remember this. It's so fucking weird. This is the first time an indictment. Oh, I, I, oh. for somebody to come out and say that, how crazy yeah, that yeah, was. Yeah, okay. So so here's the thing. People don't fucking understand. It's like, dude, Scooter Libby lied to the American people, got us into war with Iraq, literally lied and uh, about weapons of mass destruction, was indicted, was found guilty, was sentenced and fined. This guy was is, is a high level. Uh, if I remember, no, CIA. I just want. Didn't Trump pardon him? Bush, Bush did, huh? Bush commuted his sentence back then. Like you're telling me, this motherfucker got us into a country and 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 is responsible for the death and massacre of everybody, including our own and our treasury, and we're still in fucking Iraq. And he gets off, and he's he here's what Bush cited. This is why he was uh, commuted because it would have been cruel and unusual punishment for someone to be you know sitting in high office like that to go serve time in prison like how i mean that is like a a fuck you right in the face of everyone like you're telling me dude i'm, I'm so with you man and just people just they get so angry 
when you challenge them. It's like, yeah, dude, you believed in monsters yeah. and you're calling me a crazy person. When I'm just yeah. stating the facts to you, man, mm-hmm. how about the fact that FEMA was there the day before the event? They'd set up shop and were ready to go. Whoa, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's wild, man. There's well, interviews. There's yeah. an interview on TV where the guy from FEMA's like, yeah, we've been here since blah, blah, blah. And you're like, what? That's crazy. Have you ever spoken to Rudy, Rudy Dent? You heard of Rudy Dent? No, I have. Um, tomorrow I have um, Ryan Dawson on. Who's, which one, who's Ryan Dawson on? He's a, he goes hard in the paint about yeah. like who was behind 9-11. Cool, he's yeah. he's more of it's uh like Mossad and all that. Oh shit! Well, see, check this out. This is something interesting because here's what Trump did. He I think it was a tweet or something. He's he talked about the dancing Palestinians, and and, and this whole thing came out. And then everyone was like, "Wait a minute! It was the dancing Israelis. It wasn't ever the, the dancing Palestinians." So Trump has this way, like I said, of of making weird shit happen. He moves uh, the embassy to Jerusalem. He, he's very pro-Israel, pro-Israel, like, like unconditionally pro-Israel. And then all of a sudden, you look at it right now, fast forward, fast forward, fast forward, that deal of century he wants to go through. He pulls out of Syria, and then they're asking him, like, isn't this a security threat for Israel? And he goes, yeah, well, we give him billions, they'll be fine. No fucking president has ever, ever said that. A few days later, Putin comes out. Russia will fight for right of Palestinians to have a state, et cetera, et cetera. Russia said that? Putin said that. That was like a few days later. So then they ask um, Trump again and they go, what about um, Syria? And like, you know, he literally goes, dude, Syria is sand and death, right? Because there's nothing, there's nothing for us there. Um, and they're asking about Iran. He goes, well, Iran can go in there and do whatever the fuck they want. It's, it's Iran. Let them go in there. You see what I'm saying? <coughs> so... The implication is we're withdrawing from all this bullshit. I don't know, man. I I see Trump. Well, here's the thing, dude. He's the president. You have Mm -hmm. to question everything he does. Absolutely. You have to. Mm -hmm. But you got to hope for the best. Mm -hmm. I mean, I did that with Obama, and I was severely let down. I asked people, what are the things that Obama did great? And I am open-minded to it, okay? I'm not trying to win a fight. What did he do well? Uh, 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 a healthcare thing that's incredibly flawed. Okay. Um, what else did he do? He did black. He, he, he did the reverse of everything he said he would do. What else did he do? Black. What else did he do? <laughs> I mean, we got to sit there. What else did he do? Um, he tried to end privatized prisons, which was 6%. I mean, like, talk to, what did he do? I'm asking the only, anybody. The, the only thing he did I think that was good was establish um, Oh, uh, uh, gay, he made gay rights. Gay marriage officially legal. Okay, cool. Um, Cuba, we have good relations with Cuba now. You can go get Cuban cigars. All right, then I'm going to give him that. Yeah. I think that's great. Yeah. Um, but aside from that, he just he uh, well he got us well he got a Nobel Prize of Peace after he carpet bombed everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, gonna, the whole thing's bullshit, yeah, dude. You yeah, know yeah. it. I know it. The whole the people know it, dude. Uh, thanks for coming on. I kind of wish you. you can come on my show tomorrow during the day, but. I'm having Ryan Dawson. I'd like to. I I like all this stuff you brought up. Thanks, man. That was great. Dude, Are I you doing anything during the day? Uh, tomorrow, Tuesday. What's tomorrow? What's Monday? Oh, yeah, I got to see, man. I got I got businesses to run. All right, all right. <laughs> I got right. I got to deal drugs. No, I get I get it, dude. Well, thanks but, for coming yeah. on. Thank you, man. Thank man. you so much, dude, brother. I appreciate, I appreciate it. you, Thank dude. You. And uh, where can they find all your shit? 
Uh, right now, you can go to networkradio.us. Um, we're just kind of taking a hiatus little thing, um, but we'll be back soon. Uh, on Instagram, it's at networkradio.us. And thanks again for having me, man. I fucking love coming here. So All right, dude. Appreciate it, buddy. You're a G, bro. Thank you. Foil, foil, pass it, pass it. Foil, pass it, pass it.